Hello and welcome to Soul Power Secrets. My name is Wendy Friston. I'm the creator of Soul Power Secrets and I'm so happy that you've decided to join us here today. So I want to tell you a little bit about my journey and how Soul Power Secrets came into being. So I was always a free spirit at heart and all I ever wanted was to be happy. You know, I remember when I was a kid and my dad asking me, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And my answer was always the same. It was always be happy. And actually, as you grow up, you realize that perhaps sometimes that's easier said than done because you start to get stuck in the humdrum reality of life, going to work, getting through your nine to five, coming home, looking after the family, doing housework. And, you know, life becomes monotonous or it can become monotonous. So, like I say, all I ever wanted was to be happy. Um, but at the same time, I found that I ended up conforming to society's expectations before I'd even realised that that's what had happened. So I've always had an entrepreneurial side. And as a child, I used to do lots of crafts. I used to make and sell toys. I started designing clothes. But people soon told me that there isn't any money in that. So you need to think about doing a proper job. So I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I went to uni, I did an English degree, and while I was there, I met the love of my life and discovered a whole new world as I started working in entertainment. And I really didn't know at that time that you could have so much fun and still get paid for it. Um, but it was a seasonal job, and at the end of the second season, I had a mortgage to pay, so I moved from entertainment into the world of sales and marketing. And here I could make a lot more money and I could work flexible hours. And the truth was, I'd always wanted to work flexible hours. I'd always wanted to be able to choose the working hours. And for the first time in my life, I was able to do just that and earn a full-time wage for part-time hours. But my then partner was called to serve abroad. He was in the army. And after a couple of dodgy encounters out in the field, I realized that I didn't feel safe there anymore. Um, you know, I, I had a couple of occasions where I literally was at somebody's house and I had to run out of the door and get the heck out of that district because I I was scared for my life, you know. <laughs> so, so you know, I, I realised that actually it wasn't safe working door to door as I had been doing. So I needed to, to do something else. And I always felt a call to the world of entertainment. So I'm... I went back into entertainment and I started working as a puppeteer in a fast moving dance show. And it was absolutely awesome. It was great fun. It was hard work, uh, long hours, but fun hours. And I got to be really, really fit. In fact, I was so fit that I could out dance dancers, which I didn't realize until I went to a dance audition. And I found that I had a lot more energy than the dancers who'd come out of dance school. And I was like, how has that happened? Um, but I was, I felt really energized and I had a real zest for life. So that was a really memorable achievement. But once again, you know, working in entertainment, it's great fun. But it's always being considered to be kind of a little bit of a feast or famine situation. And this was a seasonal job and I had bills to pay. So I ended up working in finance. I worked in a large call centre and I worked through various customer service and administrative roles, eventually becoming a project manager and subsequently becoming a team manager. 
And it was great. The money was great. The working environment was great. But it didn't make my heart go skippity skip. You know, I didn't, my heart didn't skip a beat. And by this time, I was actually single. And I thought, you know, there's got to be more to life than this. And in fact, that actually echoed my very first full-time job where I worked in retail. And my colleagues used to say, oh, there's more to life than this. You don't want to be working in a shop. Get out there, see the world, go and do something different with your life. Don't get stuck here. So that's exactly what I did. I came over to work in Turkey. One of my friends was working in Turkey. And so I flew over to Turkey for an interview. I was offered a job. I returned to the UK. I sold my house. And a few months later, I was teaching English in Turkey. Little did I know how challenging it would be teaching 11 to 13-year-olds, trying to teach them English when they really didn't want to learn English at that time in their life because there were far more important things for them to be thinking about. So all of this happened long before the days of social media. In fact, I used to have two mobile phones attached to my um, my waistband and the kids used to be like, oh, you've got two mobile phones. And I was like, well, one is a Turkish phone and one is an English phone. Um, it's so that people can keep in touch with me because back then we didn't have social media to keep in touch with. But you know, as challenging as it was, I I grew through the position and I learned from the position and it was great. And I had a fantastic year in Turkey, but I still felt called to the world of entertainment. That's something that made my heart skip a beat still wasn't happening. So I returned to the UK and I was intending to get a job working in what we call theatre and education, which would be taking the, the drama and entertainment side of things to foreign schools and teaching kids teaching students language through drama and I thought that that's a combination of everything it would be absolutely fantastic unfortunately again <laughs> this was not was not to be and I had bills to pay so I returned to sales and marketing and I got to know the, the UK really well because I covered a huge territory but I found that sitting in the car once again it wasn't fulfilling me. Now, I was in the car for up to 15, 15 or more hours a day and my health and fitness suffered and it just really wasn't me. So I joined a gym and very soon I became a personal trainer. I qualified as a fitness coach uh, with nutrition, did personal training and I also started to teach classes as well, everything from yoga through to salsa and everything in between. And I absolutely loved the job. And once again, I was working long hours for a relatively low return. So again, I had bills to pay. So I worked for various gyms. There were pros and cons of every gym, but it still wasn't paying the bills. So I set up my own business doing fitness out in the community. And there I helped people with weight loss, uh, recovering after injury, and what we call special populations. And it was a wonderful time. And I really was able to use all of the skills I'd learned in the past, from sales and marketing through to the, the fitness and the coaching skills that I developed at that time. But then, boom, out of the blue, a whirlwind romance came along. 
and I met my husband. Within eight months of meeting, we were married and we came to Turkey for our honeymoon. And while sitting on the balcony, he said, I could live here. Two months after that, we had jobs and we were working in Turkey. I handed my classes over to another trainer in the UK and we moved to Turkey. So once again, I settled for a normal life, creating a, an eight till five job or taking on an eight till five job where I'd go to work every day, I'd teach English. My husband also taught English. And I was getting used to being a wife, signing a different name, understanding that I now had uh, taken on a different identity as a, as a wife and a partner and a teacher and getting on with the normal day-to-day -day way of living. Of course, there were lots of challenges, you know, cultural differences, language barriers. Um, some of it was new to me. Some of it was not so new because I'd already lived here once before. But I kind of tried to settle into this idea of a normal life. And doing a regular job, it still wasn't me. I felt trapped like a prisoner, clocking into my eight to five every day, bound by the rules, no room to be creative, no room for an entrepreneurial mindset. And I'm not a robot. I don't have an employee mindset. To start with, I did try to make it work. I was creative wherever I could be, but I still felt very much like I was a number. I knew that there was a better way. And so I started to look to see what I could do if I was working from anywhere. I wanted to work from home or from anywhere. I trained as a copywriter and I studied all things digital marketing. And I thought that this would be the ideal way to set up a work from anywhere type of a an occupation or a job. Um, but then various things happened and I had to move house suddenly. That put everything onto a back burner. Uh, I was living in a concrete shell and I started to become a shell of the person that I was. So my time was spent making that environment as bearable as possible. I had to get a new driving license. I had to get a Turkish driving license because my UK license had expired and I couldn't renew it. So I had to go through having driving lessons again, 25 years after I first passed my test. I spent a lot of time traveling, anything to not be at, at home because I didn't enjoy being at home. So, so much for wanting to work at home, I didn't like the place I was living in. Every weekend I'd drive for nine hours down to the coast to spend a few hours there before driving back for another nine hours. And it was worth it just for some fun, friendship, laughter. But one day, I had this feeling that something wasn't quite right. And I went down to the coast. In fact, we flew to the coast, arriving at around midnight, opening the door at the villa that we'd hired or rented. It was a mess. We called friends and we ended up spending the night with our gendarme. The burglars were never caught, but that was the last time to stay at that villa. And we moved again the following weekend created a new flat. It was a new home. It was the first time in years that I actually felt like I had a home again. And I started to feel more settled and I was back onto that journey of working from home or anywhere. So I'd also gone through an awakening journey at this point. 
And I really felt that I was at my spiritual home. So I'd reignited my dreams of being able to work anywhere. And I really wanted to work from the coast. But I also missed the connection that I had with people back in the days of having my fitness business, helping them become fitter, healthier and more confident and really transforming their lives. So I knew that I must answer my calling to help others live their life purpose so that they can step into their destiny. And that's when Soul Power Secrets was born. I wanted to shout from the rooftops. I'm going to publish some books soon. I'm going to help people transform their lives. I'm going to help people understand their, their soul purpose, their destiny, and help them actually live the life they were born to lead. But my contract at school forbid me from doing that. I was living in school accommodation and there were political issues with the country, which meant that it was a little bit risky to share anything. So I started to network quietly and I told people I was going to quit my job. That opportunity comes but once a year. And on the day when I was asked to sign another contract, it was crunch time. I didn't quit. I was filled with fear. I'd made a home in the country and I didn't want to lose it. Somebody had said to me a few weeks earlier, maybe you're just meant to be a teacher in Turkey. So holding back my tears and through gritted teeth, I signed another contract. But the thing is, I wasn't in alignment. And it's funny, if you're not in alignment, things happen to get you back into alignment. So I knew I wasn't being true to myself and I knew I wasn't being true to what I actually am here to teach people to do. So school was out, I moved house again, therefore creating some freedom. The political situation changed and improved. I lost my home at the coast because the landlord wanted to sell and I wasn't able to buy that home at that time. My health suffered. I fell on the ice. I ended up with an arm and shoulder injury. I had a viral infection that knocked me out for a few weeks and it was my toughest teaching year ever. I saw the signs, I heard the signs and I felt the signs. So when that form came around again, I quit. I knew that my sole calling is to help people like you step out into your purpose and do what you're being called to do. And that's exactly what I did. So now school's out, my health and fitness is getting better every day, and I'm launching my new program. I was burnt out, but now I'm ready to rise. Are you?